see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Before you checked yourself in here, you were working as an exorcist and master of the dark arts. That says master, does it? Well, I should really change that to petty dabbler I hate to put on it. Bollocks. I'm addressing the entity inside. Hear my words! Hello and welcome. You're listening to DC on CW catching up with Constantine on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. It's available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. And you can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. We are also now live on Twitch with every DC on CW broadcast. You can find that at twitch.tv by searching Rain Man Digital. Um, So... It's me and Bob. Hey. And we are... Uh, Back at another summer show. Yeah, man. It's always us, isn't it? Um, so we're we're doing this show because Constantine is now going to be a full-fledged member of the Legends team. He's a series regular on that show now. Um, and so for anyone that didn't take the time to watch this show or maybe just wants a recap, wants, wants to catch up on this, because it happened, what, two years ago? Yeah, three. So, um, so it's just good to good to catch up. Yeah, it is. Bob's dying. I'm dying. That's <laughs> an awesome start to the summer. <laughs> I mean, you know, something has to go wrong, right? But yeah, so we are just catching up on Constantine, trying to refresh our memories. Um, or, or for me, watch it for the first time. I never finished it either, so... I, I've, I've seen this first episode before, and I went back and rewatched it, but that was the only thing I've ever watched to Constantine. So I'm, I'm actually excited, because this is brand new for me. It's Yay! one of those things of, like, I'm going in fresh. I don't know what the hell's going on. I only watched, like, a few episodes, too. So. And then it was just kind of hard for me to keep up with, and then it got canceled, and I was just sad. And you're like, so oh, I, I'll just watch it whenever. Well, no, I, once it got canceled, I didn't want to finish it because i didn't want it to forever be like off the table <laughs> of like being new yeah I, uh, it's always funny because now that we you know we know it got picked up by cw he's a character on our universe now i go back and i look it only had like 4.75 million for the this premiere episode which isn't like it's excellent for cw but for nbc yeah. it's like Especially after watching it and seeing all the probably the money they put into the visual effects and everything that went into it, you're just like, wow. And now I know why you guys only went 13 episodes. And it's good though. Yes. Like, it's good. Damn but, it, NBC. Yeah, well, you know, I, it's always one of those things you look at old TV shows and you wonder in this day and age with how the binge watching and the streaming and how we've seen things like Lucifer get picked up by Netflix. Yeah. You know, if it was, yeah. if, if we're talking, if Constantine got canceled this year, would it get picked up by something like that? You know, Probably. knowing that, all right, cool. We know the internet fan base is there. We can accept the fact that we might take a loss, but over 10 years, we might make that money back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that I, 
wish would have happened, especially with how dedicated the Constantine fan base is. Um, and I don't know. It's it's cool to see him on Legends now. And that's super awesome. Did, did he look any... I, I told Mike he looked different. What do you mean? Like, he he's aged. He looks fine in person. Oh, well, not all of us got <laughs> to see him and got pictures with him at San Diego. Um... I don't know. I Did you mean, fanboy out on him? Okay, so no. l- l- let's get into this story real quick. Just happened that uh, you guys ran into Matt Ryan in the lobby of the Hard Rock, right? Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't in the lobby. So we were leaving the Hard Rock, and we ran. We saw. Um, oh my god, I can't remember his name right now. Ray Palmer. Uh, Ray Palmer. <laughs> Great. Uh, we're well, bad at this. Yeah. I forget his name. Um, the guy that plays Ray Palmer who I'm totally spacing on his actual real human name and his wife, who was a total sweetheart. Um, she was very drunk. Uh, <laughs> but she, and like, he was getting like bombarded by people and stopped and, and they were just trying to snap photos with him. And, uh, and she was like, Oh no, I lost my husband. And like, she's just, and she plays Damien Dark's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but people weren't Is concerned it weird that I know her. her name is like Courtney Ford, whatever. And I yeah. can't remember. Uh, maybe I don't know, but she was very sweet and like she was very concerned. And I looked back; we were trying to just get through the crowd. Um, she actually grabbed our friend's arm, and she was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my husband." Brandon Ralph. <laughs> there we go, Brandon Ralph. Um, I don't know how I forgot that, but I don't it, know how I did either. It's I amazing. Mean, <laughs> you get a couple months off of radio and doing shows and. You imagine they just become brain dead to everything right. that we study for, you know, 90% of the year. So I looked back and he looked super sad because he was just like scanning, trying to find his short little wife. And he's super tall. <laughs> She's just on the outskirts. Um, so we're, we we left the Hard Rock and we were walking back to our hotel. And outside of our hotel, like, as we're walking in, our friend um, Paul just goes, hey. You're awesome. And he looks over and he gave us a smile. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're very awesome. Um, And I looked around and I saw that there was no one else. There was like one other person in the vicinity and they were like on their way somewhere. They were walking. So I was like, actually, um, can I stop you for a second? And I walked up to him and I was just like, actually, like I run a show on your show. And uh, well, Legends, I'm so excited for you to be on it. Like Constantine was great. You're amazing really really excited for that i'm i'm glad that you're a full-time part of the show now and he actually stopped and he was just like oh my god thank you so much he's like i i have to give you a hug now and he just like gave me a real big hug he was like i really appreciate that thank you um and i asked him if i could take a photo really quick because there was like no one around he was like yeah yeah sure actually i've been drinking quite heavily for a few hours now so i probably look even more like constantine (laughs) he definitely did he had the he had the look going Um, he was super nice and he was really, really appreciative that we, um, have a show on Legends of Tomorrow and that we're excited and that we've been following him as Constantine and him coming to Legends and we're looking forward to it. So he was, he was really, really sweet. And then my idiot self get inside the hotel, get in the elevator, um, don't realize who was in the elevator with me until he's getting off of the elevator and it's Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I froze up. 
So yeah. here we are. I, I was going to be like, oh, hey. And he was just quiet. And then he just goes, real quiet in here. <laughs> like, because no one was talking. Hey, 500 is not bad. You yeah. Got, you got one of the two, right? Yeah. So Matt Ryan was great. He was super nice. Very appreciative. Um, but yeah, I don't... I, how do you how do you mean he looks different? I it just to me just like he looked like he aged a little bit compared, you know, the, like the, in the poster or uh, just from what we've seen on Legends compared to what we saw in this episode. Gotcha. I mean, I guess his hair's more bleach blonde. Maybe that was it. That's that's what's way different. If you compare Constantine um, from the show to Legends of Tomorrow, for the CW, they definitely take a. Um, more exaggerated take on it, I guess, like a more exaggerated look because he is definitely more like yellowy blonde than he is in the actual NBC show. In the NBC show, they kind of try and make it look like he's almost naturally blonde, you know, uh-huh. um, where it's kind of like a dusty, sandy blonde and they kind of like his eyebrows seem a little lighter and stuff like that. Whereas, yeah, if you look at, if you look at Legends, he's much brighter blonde. And I think that that creates a larger contrast between like his face stubble and kind of creates more of a shadow. Okay. Maybe that makes him look older. I'll buy it. Yeah. But anyway, so today we're going to be talking about Constantine's season one, episode one, known as Asylum. Um, John Constantine has to protect the daughter of one of his oldest friends in the premiere episode, the pilot that they ended up changing. I see. I didn't even know that because I—that's how far I've gotten to the thing. Uh, Mike told me he's like, "Yeah, you know all those characters that you, things change." So I was like, "Wait, what?" Okay, so it's only one character. But do you not know any of that? Did not know that until I got in here today. Okay, cool. So, um, so in this episode, this first of all, let's talk about who directed and wrote this episode, and then we'll get into that. Um, this episode was directed by Neil Marshall, and the story was by Daniel Cerrone. I think, and uh, David S. Goyer, who also wrote, like, Batman Begins and, like, a bunch of other stuff. He writes comics from time to time, so super cool. It's always nice when you see a familiar name on a comic book mm-hmm. show. Um, okay, so with this episode, we meet um, a character named Liv, and... Liv is written to be Constantine's right-hand woman, basically. You know, his his partner in all of his escapades for this show. And um, she has a very specific tie to John and, and his crew that he's been, you know, dealing with exorcisms and hauntings and whatever uh, with. And she ended up being... They didn't recast her. Uh, What happened was at the end of the pilot, the creative team decided to go a different direction with it. And instead, they brought out a um, a character from the comics and they said, we're going to use her instead. So uh, this live character went she went out the window. So they actually rewrote the ending. um, And they like added in this other character to be like teased i guess at the end of uh the episode i think i actually when when it first came out i think i actually got my hands on a download of, <laughs> of the uh the way the episode originally played and i think i've seen both versions um 
but that was you know what, was three that, years ago yeah oh all right yeah so, so that, that ending drawing scene was a throw-in yeah yeah that was later um and they i think they actually um the way they the way it originally played out if i'm remembering correctly was um instead of her deciding to not be a part of Constantine's adventures anymore, you know, her seeing what the, the bad thing that was supposed to happen that she scried. Um, she instead used that as a reason to continue forward. Like, Oh, I can make a difference. You know, I can scry these things and I can help. Um, and they decided not to do that. And they wrote her out before the show aired. So then they added in, the character that we at, see at teased at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was a weird, interesting thing that happened. Uh, see, uh, I'm learning along with the audience. Yay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So this episode starts out with a very um, spooky introduction to John. Uh, he's in a psychiatric facility in England and he's there voluntarily. He decides to go in because he wants to forget about something that happened. Um, he is so broken, so damaged of a man that he's like, I mean, honestly, like I'm fully sane and I'm fully aware of what's actually happening in the world, but I just don't. <sighs> Someone make me not believe in these things. Um, he like, he has these flashbacks of this little girl, Astra, and they start talking about how he damned her to hell. She's dead. She was murdered. And, you know, the cops think it's a human man that murdered her. And he's talking with a psychiatrist about how uh, he just, he isn't just faking or, or like embodying this as a demon. It's an actual demon. I'm paying you to help me forget. Like, that's literally what I'm here for. You make me not believe this anymore. Um, but they're talking about how, like, they, they kind of unveil that he's not just upset about a little girl dying. It's unfortunate that she died, and if he could have saved her life, he obviously would have wanted to. But what's eating him up inside is that her little seven-year-old soul is suffering and being tortured for all eternity. She's been damned when she was an innocent soul. Um, and that's not right. Yeah. So they establish like that darkness right away. Mm -hmm. I, I I almost appreciated that more than trying to build up like a backstory oh, yeah. type thing and watching that happen. Just know it happened and it's fucked up. Yeah. You know, and he's fucked up from it. Yeah. And, and, I, and I thought they did that perfect to, to where it was like it set a tone right away for like the episode and just the way his mindset is and. Everything. It, it was just, it felt a lot different than any other kind of like superhero. I'm going to use quotes here. Yeah. Um, comic character show. Yeah. Where, you know, usually you get the, this is why I do what I do. And then, then it's just like, nah, this, I'm an exorcist and no, I like it. Dark, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going with this right now. Cause we're coming in at a point where like they, they look at his business card and it says exorcist, demonologist and master of the dark arts. First of all, my favorite favorite bit of humor in this show is how they keep calling back to his business card and what it says master of the dark arts and he just like just brings himself down he's like i should really change it to petty dabbler in dark arts or yeah. whatever um but you know we come in at a point where he is established 
he has already had a lifetime's worth of adventures and exorcisms and demon hunting and ghost hunting and whatever. Yeah. You know, we come in at a point where he is damaged already. The The damage has been done. This is his redemption story. Yeah, and, and what I appreciate is, you know, you think about it, that's kind of commonplace now. We got a new Spider-Man. We didn't need the backstory. We didn't need a backstory for a new Batman. Yeah. You know, but that was lately. This was done in 2014 when they filmed this, and they didn't say, all right, we need to do the backstory to set it up. No, yeah. he's going to come out, and he's going to be fucked up right away and go with it. And, and they, they didn't present it in a way where you needed to be familiar with the character no. either. You could just go, whoa, this is cool. This is dark. Who's this guy? Okay, he's an exorcist. He's a demonologist. He's a master of the dark arts. And something bad happened. Yeah. Got it. I'm on the page. And and just the fact that his backstory of like, uh, he kind of damned the little kid to hell. Yeah. It's good enough for me to go, yeah, I would be screwed up too. Yeah, totally. You totally buy it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It's, it was so messed up that he checked himself into a psychiatric facility, even though he's fully sane and fully like mentally stable. Yeah. He can um, walk out whenever he wanted. Yeah. And you just, hey, help me try and not believe in this stuff anymore. Help me believe that I am crazy for thinking this stuff is real. Yeah. No, it was, it was a beautiful, just like I said, setup of a character that you could, like you said, you could have come in not knowing a, a damn thing about, and it worked out well. Yeah. And like, uh, it, it, <laughs> He's so good at playing Constantine. The sense of humor is there. It's so dry. It's so crass. It's so just, I don't want to talk about things. I don't want to be vulnerable. I've already dealt with that. Let's move on. Here's a little wise crack in place of it. Here's my defense. It's so good. It's so spot on. It's so Constantine. Um, I think it's, I think it's way better than Keanu Reeves version. Never seen that one either. It's fine. It's okay. I, I think I shock people with the amount of movies I haven't seen. <laughs> Is it super John Constantine and Hellblazer feeling to me? Not so much, but whatever. Um, th- that's okay. Now, let's talk about the angel that comes to visit and reveals that with Astra, John's soul also got damned to hell. So he's still alive, but his soul is screwed. Yeah, he's got a, a one-way ticket. Does his face remind you of Chris Rock? Really? You didn't, when he talks, no. the way he talks in his delivery, it doesn't remind you a no. little bit of Chris Rock it's at all? I, uh, I watched Oz on HBO. You know, he was like the narrator on that show. Um, Never watched that. Yeah, you would probably would have been like four. I mean, it's an old, you know. Well, still, I mean. I know. But, I know what it is. Yeah. Um, but he, he was like the narrator in a wheelchair on that. And so that's what I always see in my head because that's where I, you know, got my first, I guess, glimpse at him acting wise. Um, but now watch, I'll be like, Oh, next week I'll come in and be like, yep, he's totally Chris Rock. (laughs) So who is Manny in, in the actual like universe of Constantine? So he's an angel. He's nothing. But like. He's like the Diggle of Constantine. Right. But it kind of feels like, given his powers, Uh-oh. kind of feels like he's like a Menadiel? Like in Lucifer? So you think they molded it a little bit? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. That maybe the inspiration came from there. Um, 
Because he said you can call me Manny. And I don't know. Kind of sounds like a nickname for a Menadiel. I'm just saying. I don't know what other angelic name it would be. There's only so many angels to choose from. Manny's not one of them. Manny's not an angel name, unfortunately. Uh. That's not straight from the Bible. Um, (laughs) I mean, he also, like, he has chronokinesis and stuff, so he can manipulate space time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's just a thing. I know some other people have talked about it as well, so it's something to think about. Constantine and Lucifer, the the universes have only really crossed once in comics. I think it was like one time in the Vertigo universe. Um, I think like just before Constantine got brought over to DC, like at the full imprint. Uh huh. I don't remember when it happened, but it happened one time and they didn't actually cross paths. It was just characters from both universes cross paths gotcha. between like Lucifer and Hellblazer. Um, and that was it. But um, I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you think about him? What do you feel about him? I, see, when he came on again, not knowing much about Hellblazer in general, for some reason I looked at him almost as like the violator character in Spawn okay. that he sent up from hell and not to necessarily help John, but to make sure John knows where the fuck he has to go. Sure. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Cause I, I, I have like that just weird feeling that he wasn't there to help at all. Like, no, he just reminded him like, Hey, he's there to make- get John to do his dirty work. Yeah. Is what he's doing in exchange for Maybe your your soul's not totally screwed. Yeah, see, and I just looked at that as like the like I said, the violator from Spawn. Yeah. So Yeah. No, totally. It's that same type of character. Um it's it's obvious that it's the same sort of situation as other shows and other comics where we see that angels aren't all good. You know what I mean? Like they're not just they're not so saintly. Yeah. They're not all rock and halos. They've, yeah, they've got their their own agendas and they've got their own plans, their own needs and desires that they're trying to achieve. Um so that's the only like real new character. I mean, Liv is a new character as well, but she comes from uh another character who is actually established in comics and that is uh Jasper Winters. Baron Winters in the comics and he was uh he had a team called Night Force um in DC Comics. He actually appeared in a Raven series as well, Daughter of Darkness. And I mean, he had a son, but eh, whatever. He had a pet leopard too, so that was cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you read Night Force, you're probably not really going to be familiar with or really care who Baron Winters is. Like, if Baron Winters, like, where are we on, like, the threshold of A through F in DC characters? Man. D? Ish. <laughs> they tried to, they tried to revive Night Force. Because we're getting into people that I don't know. Yeah. You know, and my repertoire or, like, my, you know, catalog is pretty deep. Again, I, I never was into the dark arts of comics i guess yeah other than maybe sandman well right around um new 52 time they they tried to revive night force and there was a seven part 
miniseries. I don't know if it was ever intended to be a miniseries or if it was intended to be <laughs> or longer. Or got canceled. You can never tell. Um, but yeah, there <laughs> you were... You can finish this volume. Yeah. There were there were seven issues um, of Night Force. And so, I mean, it's... I don't know. I almost feel like they were trying to do... It should just make it relevant, but... It, meh. 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 Whatever. Um, the other ones we've got are Chaz Chandler who is Constantine's closest and oldest friend. Um, he's his cab driver. He's kind of his sidekick. You know. He can die. He can die. He can come back. Um, that's. I mean, that's a thing. That is his... That's his buddy. That's his guy. He's been around since Hellblazer number one. And I, I feel like it's been since the very first one. Yeah. The the Dave McKean, like, Hellblazer number one. Um, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that he's got the cab. I want more of him. I want more of uh, why he can die and come back, you know? I want to, yeah. I like, want. Again, I, it's always weird because I know, like, these things have been out for four years and I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> and I'm trying not to, like get into that spoiler area like i want to be surprised and yeah. but it's so hard for me especially with this character i'm like did they explain why this happens yeah you know like i really want to know why i want them to explain why in the show yeah um because he's he has his own shit and they kind of pull each other out of shit from time to time you know what i mean it's like chaz saves john's ass and john saves chaz and it happens all the time. Um, I mean, he's been in, he's been in Sandman stuff like that too. You know, it's just, uh, and the search for the swamp thing. Is he more of a, a sidekick or like a partner? If that makes sense. Unfortunately, I think more of a sidekick than a partner. Like he acts as a partner, but at the same time, he's not always around. Okay. Um, I don't know. He he was in. Hellblazer Rebirth when that came back. So, I mean, he's just, he's not as, I mean, he was in the Constantine movie too. I totally forgot that it was played by Shia LaBeouf. That's <laughs> weird for me. I don't like that. It's an intimidating guy. That's he's just not to... always there is, is the thing. Did you, did you say he's an intimidating guy? <laughs> That's an intimidating, yeah, definitely an intimidating guy I want by my side. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's how you get those sidekick roles. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so bad for... Sh Shiloh's the guy that can't die, but everybody wants to fucking kill. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. So perfect. Uh, the other one is Richie Simpson, who looks totally like the character in the comics. When I saw the comic thing, I was like, that is a good casting. Yeah. That works out. They crushed it. He's just a scrawny, bearded, nerdy dude sitting in his room... Well, in his office. Sorry, that makes him sound like he still lives with his mom. But uh, sitting in his office, data mining for all of the weird and occulty sort of occurrences around town and the world. Um, I mean, yeah, he was. He joined John and helped him out with stuff. He uh, he's a techno mage. Which just. I hate that. I hate that word. 
sounds, so, sounds so perverted. <laughs> it sounds perverted? Techno mage? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't even know like how beyond Babylon 5, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like No, not even that for you? No. Okay. I, there there's sentient beings um in Babylon 5, but like what does that even mean for the DC universe? Why are we even like he has he has powers that he gained through studying magic and he can communicate with computer systems, but like I hate like Technomage just is no, stop it. it. I don't I don't like it. But he is an expert hacker. Um and then later he haunts John. So that's neat, I guess. But we never get there in this show. We're not going to get there. Um, that's season two or three. After you <laughs> grow to love the character, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, like, overall, the casting for the show, um, Richie Simpson seems super with it. He seems, like, aligned with that character. Mm-hmm. Um, really good casting. Chaz, yeah, man. Seems good. I don't know. It, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. He doesn't have a lot in this episode. He just kind of is just like, hey, yep, I did the thing. Yeah, Glad you're no, safe. They, they all, like the acting and everything that came out of it was all good. It was, Nothing totally. was distracting. There was nobody like outdoing each other, like how we see on some of our shows. Or it's just yeah. like, oh, I can tell John Berriman does like, yay! So, you yeah. know, we have those moments on our other shows. Um, and it was really balanced and everybody felt like they fit into the role really well. Um, I, I think the live character was the only one I had an issue with. And now that I know she's fucking bye bye. Yeah. Doesn't uh, matter. Don't matter now. I don't got to worry about if I'm going to like this broad or not. I yep. got to figure out next week. Uh, if I like the new one, the next character has more of, um, Oh God, what is her name? You watch preacher. Yes. What is her damn name? Tulip. I was like, it's not Daisy. It's another flower. Tulip. She has a little more of a tulip vibe, okay. but toned down for NBC rather than. <laughs> it's a, it's an NBC tulip. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's a, it is a PG tulip. PG 13 okay. maybe. But uh, yeah, cause she doesn't, she's not like crass and she's not so bold and she's not so violent, but she's, she's a way toned down version of tulip. I would say. Um, but she is actually a character from the comics as well. Um, I don't think we're going to see any of these characters on Legends. And I don't think we need to. Um, see, I always wonder now, you know, again, now that I'm learning more about it w- with, you know, some of them that are just key to him, you know, and if this is really going to be based around demons and him being in his apartment and all this other stuff. That we know rumored wise as far as... I don't know anything. It's supposed to just be about them hunting demons and most of it not going to really be on the ship. It's going to be about like his apartment. I don't know if they're going to turn that into the house or... What? Yeah. I mean, that that was the rumored stuff that I've read so far about Legends. Hold um, on, let's pause the show. I got some snooping and sleuthing to do. Now, I've seen them time travel <laughs> in like the... Like the previews, I think they're in the 70s again, but I don't know how much of that is establishing. 
you know, a going back and forth type thing. So, like, I would see, you know, maybe Chaz coming into this at some point. Not like as a. I could see Chaz. As a uh, regular, but maybe as a. Hey, how's it going type thing? Donut Hex yeah, situation. Exactly. Hey, we have an established history. This is my friend. Blah, blah, blah. Great. You're going to hang out for an episode. Maybe drive us around in your cab. Tell us a couple of things about John. Moving on. Flip Next out episode. The, get killed. Flip out the legends. Yeah. Because you didn't fucking die. Yeah. You know, and I could see that kind of stuff working perfect to, to where, the, you know, John's just like, no, nah, he's fine. Don't worry about it. And like Ray and everybody just starts flipping out. Like, I can see the possibilities there. Yeah. You know, and he, I think he would be the only one that I could see coming over, especially now that you've told me he's like a sidekick partner type to him. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that is a thing. Yeah. Like, he's got this dude who's his best friend. It's his oldest friend. He drives him around in a cab and he helps him out with weird occulty, demony, the exorcisty <laughs> things. Doesn't that's that, who Chaz is. Yeah. Chaz isn't even his name, it's a nickname for the basis of the animals. That's not even his actual name. It's like William Francis Chandler is his name. Hmm. But he goes by Chaz. So there you go. There we go. Um, but yeah, I think if anything, Chaz would be the one that we would see. Just, I don't think the others are necessary. I don't think they bring. Yeah, because what, what would you do with Richie? You already have a hacker. Exactly. You know, we have things like that. I could see an un or a, a guy who can't die being might be useful for whatever they're doing. Um, I feel like if anything, maybe we would see like one of those those characters or something in like Constantine City of Demons, the animated movie that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Maybe, perhaps. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I just I don't think any of the other ones would bring anything much needed to the show. So yeah, we'll see. Um, all of the characters have their own lives that they leave before coming to the Wave Rider, and it's not super heavily focused on. Sometimes we see one character, or they talk heavily about yeah. one. You know what I mean? Like we we talk about. Wow, I'm blanking on names. Oh my god. One of their brothers. I don't know. We talk about him. What is her name? This is guys. This is the first show that we've had in a while. We're gonna be dumb for. I don't know, a show or two. But uh yeah, they don't they don't talk about it too much. They talk about it here and there and that's it. They don't show it, they just discuss it. Mm-hmm. Um with that, let's talk a little bit about our Patreon uh and take a break from from Constantine for a quick second. So if you want more DC on CW, go to patreon.com slash Digital to get some. We're constantly adding additional content each and every month, including DC on CW Presents, where we, the DC on CW hosts, discuss any and all DC-related stuff. Also, we've got the, the Black Lightning series. It's been added to our lineup of shows to cover. But in order to hear that discussion, you've got to pledge to our Patreon. And when you pledge $5 or more a month, you gain access to all of this, plus hours of additional Rain Man digital content. We're also now live on Twitch with every DC on CW broadcast. And you can find that at twitch.tv by searching Rain Man Digital. It'll pop up. You can follow along with all of our broadcasts and you see can, our faces. You can follow along as me and Lauren stare at each other and go, I don't know what the fuck that guy's name is. And I, you, you're going to Google it really quick? Am I going to Google it? Yeah, We're going to find just out. Just looking at it like, yeah, uh, uh, some, somebody type something real quick. Yeah. You can watch uh, as we panic because we can't think of names. 
so bad coming back. It it is nice to have summer shows because we can kind of like uh, I don't know for a minute and and try and get our bearings back before we get into like the real shows for the season. <laughs> yeah, the the <laughs> the actual the CW starts, shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, where we're doing like two plus shows a week. So um, now that we've gotten through that little pitch, please, please. Please give us money on Patreon. It helps us so much. Um, so let's talk about the look, the feel, the story, all of that nonsense. Uh, the base story is Constantine is out to save his friend's daughter. He was obviously close with this guy. Um, the guy has a weird bunker house that's like old, but somehow has lots of electricity. I don't know. Um, he lives in the Shire. Yeah, he yeah. Like this weird, like super old building that looks like it should be an old building in Europe and not in like America. Looks like where you, it's a place where you go hide the bodies. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, but the decor is like super old, like medieval castle sort of, uh, whatever. So, uh, Constantine takes Liv there to her fighters, her fighter, fighter, where? Father's. His father's, father's. hideaway. Um, <laughs> She has powers that he also had. He could see like souls and spirits and that sort of astral plane. Cool. Great. That that seems terrible. That seems like it would be the worst power. Sounds like a bad life. Like, how do I know if that trend is really, really real or really not real? Yeah. (laughs) It's terrible. Am I about to die or am I totally fine? I, I, I so, we'll okay. So we've like, I could not imagine sitting there talking to my sister or like how she was talking to her mother. And it's like, hi, N- grandma or, or whatever she's like, Oh my God. Why the fuck are you combing her? You're dead. Why are you combing her hair? It's like, it's, it's like horrible. It's like sweet, but creepy. Like, Nana, you should stop it. Nana, go sit down. Go sit in a corner like a normal ghost. And, and at least like, at least it could be like a, a established where uh, she looked normal. Yeah. But no. No. You get, you get like straight out of the crypt. No, she haunting your ass. Yeah. Like that is, that's what's happening. She is sitting there combing your mom's hair. Your mom has no idea. I, I'm making a weird gesture right now. I don't really know what it's. I'm like pulling a lever. I don't, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she... She's there, and at first you're like, eh, the sentiment's sweet, but definitely still weird because she's dead for sure. We yeah. were just discussing that. Um, gross, weird, don't touch my hair, creepy old lady. Get the hell out of here. Then, oh my God, she's bleeding black from the eyes. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. And yeah. the mouth, just bleh. And all that stuff is, <laughs> uh, like, I, of course I'm doing the NBC CW thing, yeah. and I'm like, hmm. That ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen because it's fucking creepy and they like to be all like, we want to have a beautiful universe. It was so creepy. Like the episode itself was creepy. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about the Easter eggs uh, in in the uh, <laughs> the little hideaway house. Um, I loved, I freaked out the first time I watched the episode and she picks up Dr. Fate's helmet. Which is something that we've also seen in Legends. In Legends. And it hangs out on the Wave Rider. So, where does this take place? When did they steal that? Hmm. Hmm. Questions. Hey, there's a weird connection there. Right. And like, they're not they, going to talk about it. Did ever. they always know? At least, oh, dude, I would just love him walking by. He'd be like, 
I, I used to have that once. Yeah. Oh, my friend Jasper had that. Weird. Um, but he, you know, she picks it up and he just goes, you better put that down before it puts you down. <laughs> it will take you. Stop it. It's that, um, it's that helmet everybody wants to see in the universe somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll never get it. Um, the show was absolutely creepy, though. This first episode is like a little kind of horror show yeah okay so yeah yeah if you don't like zombie looking things if you don't like bugs you don't like ghosts nope. uh, yeah you're just not i was even flipped out when they went into the fucking tunnel with the, the body yeah yeah oh. i was like no why would you do that that uh, was bad i was just like why would you drive under it why would you drive in a dark tunnel why would you do that this is you should know but you don't do that you have a dead body in the back of your thing if anything's gonna happen it's gonna be now it's gonna happen it's gonna happen you're, you're, you're dead exactly you're dead when why unzip a bag <laughs> i think i just had like an aneurysm or something but yeah that bag starts moving I'm gone. Yeah. I can't pay enough for this shit. Keep driving the car, and then you get out of the car, and then you walk away. Yeah. You abandon that, and you say you call someone else, and you say, <laughs> "I'm not going back. Someone else can pick up my shift. I am. I have. I'm just. I am so vomiting. Something came and up. I have a stomach bug, and I can't drive anymore. Oh God, I think I'm falling asleep. Yeah. I can't drive while sleeping. See, you hear that? <laughs> I took this cough medicine. It says I shouldn't drive. Yeah. Something. Not unzipping the bag going, are you all right, lady? Uh, oh, no, you're actually alive. Although I wonder if that actually happens. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still not like finding not, out. Yeah. but I feel just, like you can breathe in that bag just fine until somebody else comes. It was terrible. Terrible. He goes back there. You know, he unzips the bag or he's trying to. And he's like, hang on, lady, you're alive. Let me save you. And then the lights go out and he is just like, that's weird i'm gonna keep looking around and see what's <laughs> if that happened i would freeze i would go completely quiet i would turn on no lights and i would sit there until morning rocking myself covering my eyes and ears until morning as i piss myself because if nothing if you don't make a noise if you can't see anything like child logic it can't get you like you just sit there or like if something's gonna kill me i at least don't want to see it you know what i mean like yeah. i don't want to stare into the eyes of terror and death Take me in the dark. Yeah. Uh, that's so creepy. Her face, she's just like, Sup? you gonna die? Come on. No. Leave me alone. Go away. Then even like when later on when she breaks her neck. Yeah. And just she, sitting and there she's like, just, yeah. Yeah, man. Hard pass. Mm -mm. That's a big negative for me, dog. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, like at the end of the, I even was just like, oh man, that's great makeup. And like, that's probably not going to happen that way. Uh, when at the end, that end fight, um, the demon ends up mimicking Constantine's like physical form. Yeah. And, and you know what I looked at when I, I'm like, oh, see, he'll fit in perfect. He can play multiple way, like himself multiple ways. Yeah. Right. And that is like an established Arrowverse trait that you must have. You will be evil at one time. You'll be good. You'll be oh, yeah. seven different versions of yourself somewhere. You'll be possessed. Yeah. You'll have to mimic your other characters. You'll, you'll give in to the darkness at yeah. some point. You'll think about killing other people. All sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, God, I love this show. I wish it didn't 
end. And although I'm glad to have Constantine in any way, shape or form and have him join the legends, it was so cool and dark and the budget was good and the cinematography was good. All the visuals are so nice. CW does a great job, but they're just not working with the same budget as NBC. No, They're just not. And that's not their fault. And and even I was uh, looking at it, even like the cinematography wise with the multiple cameras and like these crane shots and a lot of the things that they were doing that we, you know, we just don't see on our shows. Yeah. And, and it's not like a bad thing, it, but it's not, you know, I, I just don't think we're going to get the Constantine that we know or we're going to see in these 13 episodes. We're not going to get the same. Same level. um, of Of darkness and coolness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that, that creep factor. It's not gonna yeah, do that. we're not going to get quite that creep factor. We might get something a little creepy, but it's not going to be to that level. It's not going to be so believable as it was in this NBC show. Um, and but the other thing, though, is I think we've seen Constantine smoking a cigarette on CW already, yep. haven't we? Yeah. yeah, he always has it in his hand and he finally lit it. Yeah. Um, and people, you know. People don't care i don't think we live in such an impressionable uh that's not true i don't think we are so impressionable as to just go that character smokes so i'm gonna smoke like that's just not quite a thing anymore it's it's less like characters on tv and more real idiots on the internet and and and, okay for me like as you know having a five-year-old She's not watching this, so she's not going to look at Constantine and go, oh, that guy's cool. I'm going to smoke just like John Constantine. I want to smoke like Constantine. Yeah, Yeah. that's not. You know, uh, that's not there. And what I always thought was weird, too, was that they made such a big deal about it. And honestly, it wouldn't have stood out if I didn't know they've already made a big deal about him not smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know, it's one of those, like, the Internet made me think about it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, and yeah, it's definitely like, I I don't know. It's, it's weird because honestly, yeah, I never would have thought about it because they show him like putting a cigarette out or like holding an unlit cigarette or something like that. And that's totally fine. I don't need him to be puffing on it, but you know, CW did that just to be like, eh, look fans, look what we did. Of course. We'll give you things NBC didn't. We'll give you the things they couldn't. (laughs) Please, they please had love special us. effects. We have cigarettes. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, let's talk about those special effects. The rain scene early on in the episode where uh, Manny stops the the time and like pauses everything and stops the rain, and uh, that neat pan around shot, and then he like closes the car door and all the rain drips down off of that, and then he pokes a little thing and it all falls at once. So cool. No idea how they did that. No, uh, it like me and Mike had talked a long time ago when Constantine came over to the Arrowverse mm-hmm. for that those Arrow episodes, and we're like, because we always like, oh, is this going to be the next show that gets brought in? And Mike's like, they can't do the special effects that they did on NBC. They can't. Do and that. until that rain scene, I was like, ah, oh, I could see CW getting away with some of this stuff. And then the rain scene happened, and I watched it, and I was like, yeah, woo, we can't. It's, CW can't do shit like that. Can't deliver it. So you don't you don't want to do something where someone's going to watch the first season and go, oh, this is great. And then watch like the reboot and go, oh, I mean, it's good, but. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like you throw that character into a different show and that's why it sucks. And they also, they could never really bring it over to CW because it's too close to Supernatural. (laughs) This runs into something they've established for the last 14 years. Yeah, great. So you're going to compete with yourselves on your own network. Yeah. Hard pass. And then the internet's like, when's the crossover? Oh, God. Bring Constantine to Supernatural. Sam and Dean need to meet him. And then we can write fan fiction about that, too. We're going to ship them. Ship everyone. Constantine's by, so. Which they also are addressing pretty heavily in Legends, which is great. Yeah. That's super neat. That's super cool. Um, and, yeah, I, the just everything. The angel wings, the... um. The, the fire and explosions, the demony faces, the the like um the weird exorcism, like throwing the body all over the room like a damn rag doll. Yeah. It all looked so good. The blowing up of the windows and like, yeah. the sugar glass shooting all over everybody. And you're yeah. just like, all right. There there was a lot of stuff that you just watch and you're just pretty impressed by how they did it and being able to pull it off and <laughs> And just like even the very end with him and lighting his hands on fire. Yeah. You're like, totally. oh shit, he actually did that. <laughs> like this wasn't, all right, we're getting the stunt double in here to cut, you know, catch his hands on fire. So um, you were talking and you said sugar glass. And at that very moment, my mouth started watering because <laughs> I'm so hungry that the word sugar <laughs> made me just like it just almost, triggered you. I almost lost track of, of the conversation. I almost did. And I was just like, huh, huh, sounds good. I want food. Um, yeah, I like almost tasted sugar, but I held it together, guys. Be proud of me. Um, yeah, there's just, there's, there's a level there that we're not going to reach on the CW and that's, that's okay. I have still really enjoyed what's been going on. The, uh, the very end of Legends was a teensy bit cheesy, but it's okay. It's fine. We're going to have a good time next season, especially if it's kind of dark and demony and stuff. So yeah, if they can bring over just a piece of the tone that we saw again, just from the pilot uh, into the humor and stuff of legends, even the music, even the sound, the, the like little Constantine theme song. It's so good. I want like a music box. It's so cool. Yeah. And it perfectly fits the theme. And when you like start the show, the the title card, there's all these like screaming damned souls straight out of like the Dante's Inferno video game or something. Just like, ah, save me. It's so cool. It's like the cool older brother to legends. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God. And honestly, yeah, this it just it feels so Constantine. Everything feels so Constantine. It feels Hellblazer, you know? Yeah, it definitely does. And I'm actually, again, excited to watch the rest of the episodes coming, you know, through the summer. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, final thoughts on this. I think we've we've kind of covered the, the overall thoughts of the episode and the feel more than the story. Because the story isn't super necessary to the rest of the season. So um, this is just kind of getting a feel for the tone of the show and, and the general direction that they're moving. The character himself and how they're portraying him. The, the special effects. All of that stuff. Yeah, it was a, it was a good uh, tone setter. Yeah. Let's call it that. You know, and, yeah. and I think you always need that to where I know what I'm getting into now. I know what to expect. I know who the character is after one episode. I'm not wondering who John Constantine is 
going into episode two. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know him and I know what I'm going to get out of him. And I'm ready for whatever is going to happen with this story. Yeah, that and like, um, it, it just, it's rare that a pilot episode seems so together. It's rare that a pilot episode's character seems so fleshed out and so like the actor so in tune with who the character is. Mm-hmm. But holy crap, did this show sell me with the pilot episode before it ever got aired? Which I probably shouldn't say, but that's fine. Um, it's a long time ago. Yeah. That that was that was like twenty four year old Lauren. Okay, this is this is twenty eight year old Lauren <laughs> moving forward in life, watching things on official streams. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's just it's an absolute tone setter, and I think overall it's just it's a whole other level. Um, I think it's. It's better than even like Lucifer on Fox. Lucifer was cool, but kind of like hit a weird dry spell and stuff. And sometimes the the writing is kind of like cheesy buddy cop because the whole show turned into a buddy cop show. Yeah. But they managed to keep Constantine and keep it like this is this is the dark horror sort of tone and this is where we're sticking with it there's a dark sense of humor here there's some seriously messed up stuff a little kid's soul got damned to hell um and we're we're going with it it's awesome and i i'm excited to finally finish this season for the first time so we'll see yep. we'll see how much that sticks around because i've only watched a couple episodes of this first season and uh We'll see how much my opinion changes yeah. or doesn't change. Watch it along with us. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be it for today's DC on CW Constantine edition. Uh, remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. You can see us on Twitch now. Uh, be sure to follow us on our social media. Our Twitter is at DC on CW. Facebook.com slash DC on CW. And Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we will catch you next time. I walk my path alone. Because let's be honest. Who'd be crazy enough to walk it with me?